0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Next Level Health. My name is Mandy, I am your host and today we are going to talk about sleep because a good night's sleep is just as important as regular exercise and a healthy diet. Over the past few decades, sleep quantity and quality have declined. Loads of people get poor sleep. But why is that? Well, it could have many reasons. Maybe you're stressed or your bedroom is too warm or bright to name the most obvious ones. Maybe you don't really have a bedtime routine yet. Or you go out drinking after work or you use electronic devices. All of these could affect your sleep. So let's discuss a few reasons to help you improve your sleep because sleep is very, very important. Too little sleep has an effect on your brain functions, your hormones and your overall performance. It triggers all kinds of stress in your body which can lead to overweight, diabetes, heart attacks, back pain and headaches, even depression and other diseases. So healthy sleep patterns can make a big difference in your quality of life. It can actually help you to eat less, exercise better and be healthier in general. But how much sleep do we need? In general, they found out that an average adult should not sleep under 7 hours in order to be really well equipped to start the next day. Scientists recommend between 7 and 9 hours per night. So, how to improve your sleep? Hear the following recommendations and choose what you want to try. The order of the reasons I provide for you now has nothing to do with their importance as this varies for every individual. So see them as the general health advice that they are and pick your favorites to wake up more relaxed soon, hopefully. So when do you usually go to bed? Is it always at the same time or does it vary? Well... It is best to always go to bed at the same time so your body doesn't have to adjust too much every night. Human beings, human beings create habits. You know, They love their habits, their rituals, their routines and just everyday life. Of course, we also need the adventures but we are mostly habits. So most of us just like to know what's going on and what happens next. And so does our body. Sticking to a rough sleep schedule even on weekends helps regulate the body's clock. I can totally speak from experience here and probably you too. Most people have their routine during work days and they loosen it up for the weekend. They stay up longer and go out to party and then you go to bed very, very late. Or in the morning even. But you know, your body wakes up early anyway because it's already bright or you can already hear the birds singing it's it's actually because of your circadian rhythm your body's clock it's still set on workday routine the and the body really the body doesn't like these changes and doesn't adjust too quickly research says that it helps to take on as much bright light or sunlight during the day as you can and this helps your circadian rhythm which helps your body to know when it's time to sleep and when it should be keeping you awake. So, bright light exposure can improve both sleep quality and quantity. But back to speaking of going out and party. Yeah, that's the next thing. What do you do when you go out to party? Most drink alcohol or have caffeine and of some sort, cigarettes, and and heavy food in the evening, all of these, avoid them, just avoid them, if you have trouble sleeping, avoid alcohol, caffeine, cigarettes, and heavy food in the evening, don't eat heavy two to three hours before bed, and also for the other stuff, if you pumped your body full of these substances, your body certainly doesn't want to sleep, because it's working hard to digest and process it all, Okay, let's talk about electronic devices. You know it all by now. For some people, using an electronic device like a smartphone or laptop or tablet can make it hard to fall asleep because this particular blue light emanating from the screens is actually activating your brain. You put your brain in work mode, not sleep mode. Try maybe to read a real book or meditate to calm down and wind down. If you feel the need to work until bedtime, which, you know, sometimes it happens because you just have so much going on. I I get it. But maybe try buying glasses that block blue light or install an app. There are some for smartphones and laptops that block blue light. So maybe that's a solution for the days you actually really have to work until bedtime. But otherwise, try and limit this. Try and Keep your calm down time, your calm down time. Well, talking about blocking outside noises and light two to three hours before bed, you should also do that with your mind. Put those work discussions and the stress aside. I know it's difficult, but try and do something calming. I cannot recommend meditating enough, to be honest. Um, when I have stress, it's mostly because I didn't meditate because I didn't take the time to, you know, just breathe and be with myself for just a few minutes. doesn't have to be long. Or if you don't want to meditate, but you have your head full of thoughts, maybe write them down. Write down what you still have on your mind and let it go for the night at least. Again, read, take a shower or a bath, meditate, (laughs) meditate, meditate, journal. Do something that calms your mind. What about exercise? Are you doing it regularly? Um, Yeah, I recommend doing it daily. Exercise daily. Just, you know, you don't have to do an hour every day. But simply bringing your pulse up at least 15 minutes per day will help improve your sleep. And your overall heart health. (laughs) No, your overall heart health. Even if it's just a brisk walk, taking the stairs always and parking further away to get a few more steps in, you know, that, that adds up and it's just easy to implement. Just do 15 minutes a day. That, that should be doable if it's your priority and you should make it your priority. Um, what about naps? Are you having naps in the afternoon? Power napping might help you through the day, but it may be the reason you can't fall asleep at night. You know, we, the ones that have children, We from a certain age, well, you, you normally put them down for a lunch nap, right? But from a certain age, if you still do that, they will not fall asleep in the night. So maybe think about that and... Um, well if you if you do have problems falling asleep and you do have naps maybe just try it without for a week and see if something changes let's talk about your bedroom and i'm talking about temperature noise external lights in inside lights furniture arrangements pillows blankets mattresses you know all that stuff what is your temperature of convenience for most people that seems to be roughly 20 degrees celsius but what is yours? Just test it and find out. Maybe maybe something changes. Or do you prefer it quite dark or do you like some moonlight to enter your room? How much noise do you hear in your bedroom? Is your mattress still comfortable and supportive? Big thing. It may have exceeded its life expectancy. That's Roughly 9 to 10 years for a good quality mattress. And if you didn't invest in a good quality mattress yet, you should probably upgrade your bedding every 5 to 8 years. And what about your pillow? Oh my god, how many nights did I wake up with neck pain? Do you wake up with neck pain? Maybe it's time for a new pillow. Buy one that puts your neck in neutral position, not too fat, not too flat. Support the natural curve of your neck. Yeah, it's it's difficult to find the right pillow, but it's also individual for everyone, so yeah, just test your test through what is good for you. Um yeah, for most people it helps a lot to create a quiet, comfortable and pleasant sleeping atmosphere by eliminating external light and noise. Yeah, that should help already. Most of us had bedtime rituals when we were young, like small rituals to prepare us for sleep. Some parents bathed their child, some read stories, some sang, some some did all of these and more. How is it that we think as adults we don't need these rituals anymore? What is your ritual? How do you tell your body that it's bedtime? Do you have a ritual? You could, you know, it's easy. You could, for example, switch off electronic devices at least 30 minutes before bed. Have some cuddle time with your partner or kid. Read a book. Put, you know, put on a pajama, which seems normal, but maybe you have to do it in a certain order to create a routine. Brush your teeth. Take a relaxing shower. Some stretching, maybe. A little meditation, again. Whatever works for you is good. Maybe try a sleep diary. And try some of the stuff and see what helps you. You know, some people do that for um, nutrition. They track down what they eat all day. Maybe track down what you do for um, improving your sleep and see what helps you here. Um, Yeah, if you try any of these tips or even all of them and you still can't sleep, please contact your primary physician there are many treatments out there and I'm not talking about medication I'm just you know i'm not I'm not a medication pro um, I'm actually against medication if not really really needed but there is cognitive therapy for insomnia that can maybe help you. Well, I'm sure in today's episode you learned some tips how you can try to improve your sleep and that sleep is essential for our health if you have any more questions i'm happy to help just let me know so i'm wishing you a wonderful weekend full of great quality and quantity of sleep Um, but now enjoy your day first and thanks for listening again today and until next week love you bye bye